Love Talk Radio. Lonnie Starks, and this is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you if you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, and uh, something happened in church, and I'm mean, inviting you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, uh, Jesus Saves Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. We're so excited here, I tell you. I'm excited about the Lord. The Lord has been so good to me over these years. Today I got a check in the mail. Amen. I, I really wasn't, I was like, they told me about it last week, but I just couldn't believe it. But God is good. I already deposited and everything. I tell you, God is good. Um, uh, one thing I want to talk about, you know, see, sometimes people think you got to be a certain kind of person before God saves you. But listen to me, Jason. God loves us all. Even sinners, he loves them. God loves a sinner. You might be a sinner today, but I want you to know that God loves you. God cares about you. He's concerned about you. God is really concerned about you. And, and that's going to be my topic today. Jesus is calling you. You know, I, I know a lot of people tell you different, but I'm telling you today on this broadcast that the Lord Jesus Christ is calling you. God Almighty is Calling you. No matter what you've done, no matter where you are, no matter what the situation might be, God is still calling you. God loves you. He cares about you. He's concerned about you. And the Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. In the book of Luke chapter 19, Verse 1 through 10. I'm going to read you a few scriptures. But verses 1 through 10. Father, bless your word today. Bless me that I might speak as an oracle of God, that your word may come forth with simplicity, with understanding, and with love. That whosoever here could understand the love that you have for each one of us. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father. Amen. In the book of Luke, chapter 19, verse 1, this is New Living Testament translation of the Bible. Jesus and Zacchaeus, Jesus enters Jerusalem and makes his way through the town. 
Jesus Christ did. Verse 2, there was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region. And he became very rich. God loved you regardless. You know, some people is, is, is like to criticize you because you got money. You got to be a crook. Well, Zacchaeus might have got some of his money crooked, but Jesus Christ loved you. He loved Zacchaeus. And he was very rich. The Bible says in verse number three, he he tried to get a look at Jesus, but it was too short to see over the crowd. He was a short man. I'm a short man. I'm only five feet, seven and a half inches tall. I was today at the restaurant. It was a guy that was about six foot tall. Man, I tell you, I look like a little midget on him. So I don't know how exactly how tall Zacchaeus was, but he was a very considerable short man, and there was a crowd of people, so they couldn't see Jesus. But he was interested. See, the only thing that really makes God pay attention to you is you be interested. When you're interested, God loves you. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. Verse number four, so he ran ahead. It climbed up a sycamore tree, a sycamore fig tree beside the road for Jesus was going to pass that way. So he knew he couldn't see Jesus over the people because he was a short man. See, the, the, the key is the effort. This man made very great effort to see Jesus. He ran ahead and ran, climbed up a tree. Just to see him. He didn't know he was going to talk to him, but he just wanted to see Jesus. You know, I tell people, if you get interested in the Lord, that, that, that's, that's your greatest um, victory, is be interested. See, I, that, that was my thing. I, wouldn't, I wasn't interested in the Lord in my world when I was in sin. I didn't know him. Didn't know nothing about him. But in 1977, he, he appeared to me in, 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 in my mind and, 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 and spoke to me. And I got very interested in him. Maybe you one today that's listening to me, maybe you don't really have me going to church. Maybe you don't have no church background. And maybe you didn't come from a church family. But you're interested. See, Zacchaeus was interested. He made efforts to see Jesus. In verse number five, Zacchaeus, when Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your house today. Jesus wants to be in your house. I know you tell me, well, my brother go to church, my daddy go to church. You know, he's interested in you. The Bible said it would be 99, but the one person that God is interested in 
and that one person is you. If nobody else cares about you, if no one else is concerned about you, I come to tell you today that Christ is concerned about you. He said, come down, Zacchaeus, quick. I got to be a guest at your house today. Now, Zacchaeus wasn't looking for that. He just wanted to get a look at Jesus. Maybe you're not looking. Maybe, you know, maybe you're just inquisitive. Maybe you ain't really thinking about getting saved like I wasn't. But I was just interested in Jesus. He said, Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. Man, he was so excited. Just, just look, I got Jesus with me. Hallelujah. I remember when I got saved, I was so excited. Man, I'm born again, wiped in the blood. Anytime you receive Christ in your heart, man, I tell you, that's a, that's a joy that's undeniable, unspeakable, unexplainable. It's certainly a joy, man, just to have Christ Jesus in your life. So he was excited. Great excitement with joy because Jesus come to his house. In verse 7, but the people were displeased. Isn't that amazing? Zacchaeus is happy, but the people are displeased. You know what? The people displeased because he had to be the guest of a notorious sinner. Zacchaeus was a sinner. And Jesus is going to his house. You may be a sinner tonight. Notorious sinner like Zacchaeus. But Jesus Christ will come into your house. They grumbled. Why? Because Jesus went to Zacchaeus' house. You know, it's amazing. Once you get saved, our people can say things like, you say, that's what they said to me. You say, you say, I remember I was telling them that the Lord saved me. Man, they laughed at me. You know, you saved? Sure, God saved me. You, you mean, tell me, you saved? Yes, the Lord Jesus Christ saved me. That's the truth. Jesus Christ saved me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Jesus Christ saved me. Yes, he did. He saved me. Jesus did. Jesus Christ saved me. He saved me. Y'all hear me? Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor. Lord, if I have cheated people out of their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. He's a wealthy man. You see, when you serve Jesus, you can't be stingy now. The Bible says, freely you receive and freely you should give. The Bible says you're going to reap a vineyard that you didn't sow. God going to give you a house that you didn't build. I'm a recipient of all that I just said to you. I got a church that I didn't build. I'm living in a house that I didn't build. 
I got money that I didn't work for. Jesus Christ told Zacchaeus, now watch. This is what I like. Jesus responded, salvation has come to this house today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. But we just read he was a, he was a notorious sinner. Well, what was the difference? His gratitude and his expectation. Are you grateful to have Christ in your life? Are you grateful? Are you grateful to have Christ in your life? Think about that for a minute. I want you to think about that. Are you really thankful and grateful that Jesus Christ is in your life? Jesus responded, salvation has come to his house today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. Now, the crowd may not accept it. Your friends might not accept that. But see, what's important is that Christ, Jesus Christ, accepts you right now. Right in this very moment. Look, in verse 10, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. Are you one that didn't go to church, that didn't know Christ? I want you to know he came for you. Are you one of those that maybe you marry, your wife go to church, but you don't? I'm telling you, he came for you. Are you a young lady that parties all the time and maybe you work out to the clubs and, you know, maybe you drink and do? And I'm telling you that Christ came for you. Yes, you, 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 you. You that nobody wants nothing to do with this who Christ came for. He came for you. The word lost. Let's look at that for a minute. The word lost. The word lost is parted with unworldliness. You've been parted with unworldliness. You lost. Unintentionally. Not to be found. You're missing. As a lost book or a sheep, you're lost. You don't pay tithes. You don't go to church. You're not a member of the church. You're lost. Parted with. You're parted from your mama, your dad. Maybe you, maybe you done got out there on the roads. You no longer have or possess your position in the family. You're like a lost lamb. You lost your honor. Maybe nobody respects you. The word lost means not employed. Maybe you don't have a job right now. And then, you know, people don't like to be around you. You're, thrown, you're, you're like a throwaway. You're thrown away. You got, you're employed ineffectively. You're wasted. 
squandered as a lost day. Like the day, uh, just days gone, the whole day is wasted. You did nothing. Maybe you're 50 years old and haven't done anything. My elder, one of my elders in the church, he got saved at 50 some years old. 50 some years old. All his life he was out there partying. But at 50 some years old, he got saved. Maybe you like that. You lost opportunities. Maybe you had a good job and you lost it. Maybe you're unable right now to get back on your own. You're bewildered. You're perplexed. As a child lost in the woods, like a stranger lost in London, someplace you've never been. My dad, my father had a thing. He said, LJ, somebody said, I lost something. They said, well, then you said, where's that? And daddy would say, if you knew where it was at, it wouldn't be lost. See, if you could get back on your own, you'd come back, but you can't come back on your own. In Ezekiel chapter 34, verse number 11, the scripture said, the good shepherd, but this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search and find my sheep. Can you feel God calling you today? That's the Lord Jesus Christ speaking to you. That's God Almighty speaking to you. Say so he himself will do it. In Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 16, the word of the Lord said, I will seek that which was lost. God said, I'm seeking it. And bring again that which was driven away. And will bind up that which was broken. And will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. God said he'll strengthen you today if you're weak. He'll put you back together if you've been broken. If you've been hurt. If you're lost. God said he'll bring you back. Please hear me. God made a promise. And so we're back in Genesis. Chapter 6, verse number 18. The word of the Lord says, But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons, and thy wife, and thy sons rise with thee. Genesis chapter 6, verse 18. God is calling you back. Today he's calling your name. What's your name? Whatever your name is, the Lord Jesus Christ is calling you today. He's calling you. He wants you to know that he loves you. He cares about you. I want you to know today that Christ cares about you. He wants you back. He wants you. I'm talking about you. He wants to bless you right now. He's calling your name. Are you listening to him? He's calling you now. Christ Jesus is calling you right now. Look, the word of God says in Genesis chapter 17, verse 21, but I will make my promise to Isaac. Sarah will give birth to him at this time next year. 
God promised the Savior. Nobody might not like it, but listen, this is your season. This is your time. God made a promise. He said, I don't remember God doing that. That's all right. He said, I'm going to bring you from the east and the west. I'm going to bring you back today. You can come to him right now. In John chapter 18, verse number 38, the word of God said, Pilate said unto him, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and says unto them, I find in him no fault at all. There is no fault in Jesus Christ. He's calling you today. Who are you? Whoever listening? Jesus Christ is calling you today. He wants to bless you right now. He wants to move in your life right now. You say, well, Pastor Starks, uh, you don't know my life. No, I don't. I really don't. You may say, Pastor Starks, I did this. And you probably got a litany of things that you've done. You've probably got a whole list of things. And you know it wasn't right. But Christ said, if any man is in him, all things, all things are passed away. That means your past life will be behind you. Never come up against you again. Never, ever. Never come up against you again. You're like a brand new creature in Christ. I'm talking about you. You'll be like a brand new creature. You will be a like a brand new creature. Old things have passed away. He'll restore your health. He'll restore your finance. <laughs> He'll restore your credibility. He'll make you the head and not the tail. He'll bless you when you come in, and he'll bless you when you go out. He's calling you today. Can you hear him? The scriptures say he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. <clears throat> can you can you hear Christ? He's calling you. He's calling you to himself today. He wants to bless you. He wants to open the door for you. He wants to turn some things around for you. Pilate said unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find in him no fault at all. Christ is there to help you today if you just let him. You tried everything else, my friend. I'm asking you today, won't you try Jesus? If you tried everything else and it didn't work, I'm telling you today he's actually calling your name. What's your name? Hezekiah? Job or Christy or Alton or Lonnie or Chris or John, whatever your name is. Christ has called you today. I want you to know Satan tried to kill you. I know you've been through a lot. He was trying to destroy you. But God wouldn't let him. You know, I was, I was thinking this morning, I was riding, and yesterday morning, how I've driven all 
the St. Louis, Missouri, I've driven to um, uh, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Connecticut, Washington, D.C., New York, and never prayed. Didn't think I had to pray. But now God has shown me. He was looking out for me then. Even in your mess, I come to tell you today that Christ was and is overseeing you right now. You may not feel it, but I'm telling you as a man of God. See, the word Christ, a Christian, it means little Christ. So I'm here in Christ's stead. I'm telling you that God loves you and Jesus wants to save you. And if you just let him, look at Revelation, he knocks on the door of your heart. If you can hear his voice and let him in, the Bible says he'll come in and sup with you. He'll come in and communicate with you. That means he'll be your Lord and your Savior and your Master. If there once a day that love to give your life to Jesus, right now, you can do it. My subject today has been Jesus is calling you. Don't miss this opportunity. He's calling you right now. Jesus Christ is calling you. I want you to accept this. Uh, accept this call. Accept it. Open up your heart right now. Say, Lord, here I am. Use me. Maybe you feel like Jack, Zacchaeus. Maybe you've You've done, well in the, done good in the world for all of these, but you don't know Christ. Maybe you've got money, but you don't know Christ. Zacchaeus had wealth, but he, he didn't know Christ. Right there, you can accept Christ today. You can be a brand new creature. He'll forgive you for your sins. He'll wash your sins away and make you brand new. He'll come into your life and save you right now. That's my topic. Jesus is calling you. Yes, you, my sister. Yes, you, my brother. No matter who you are, Christ is calling you right now. In the book of Ezekiel, the Bible says, chapter 34, verse number 11, for this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search and find my sheep. God himself is calling you today. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. I got to go. The cross the world is telling me so. I want you to know I love you. This has been the Jesus Save Ministry. We're located here in Greenville, 1007 West Allison Boulevard. You can always call me at 252-214-0799. Take a listen. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you are there. Listen. If you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, if you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.